0: WXDX-FM it's bird.
1: When Sean Rodriguez got into a slump, he kept getting at-bats. Rodriguez's swing looked like he was swatting at fireflies with a yardstick, but he kept getting at-bats. His average dropped below 150, and he kept getting at-bats. And when Sean Rodriguez returns to the active pirate roster, believe me, he will get at bats. When Austin Meadows came up from AAA, he got hot. Red hot. To the top. He was red hot. As hot as Sean Rodriguez ever dreamed of. But the minute Meadows slumped, he got nailed to the bench, and now he's back in AAA. Austin Meadows is back in AAA despite having an OPS. in the big leagues, which is higher than all but three Pirate regulars. The never was gets the benefit of every doubt because everyone likes him. The hot young prospect gets urinated on. What is wrong with that picture? But it is so typical of the Pirates and of Clint Hurdle. Sick again brought to you by 84 Lumber, helping you build the right way since 1956. Seriously, how insane is all that? Polanco's come around a bit after six months of not hitting very well. But no matter how bad Polanco was, he got at bats. No matter how bad Rodriguez was, he got at bats. Austin Meadows with the Super 2, and yeah, he's a rookie. But it's so contradictory. And if Super 2 is a concern, Why did Meadows stay this past week in Pittsburgh and not play? Because that's service time, too. Instead, we got to see Jordan Luplow play, who is maybe half the prospect Meadows is and maybe not even that. And yeah, the Pirates are winning now, but in the context of what we're talking about, that's a happy coincidence. Look at St. Louis. They fired Matheny, the manager, because the Cardinals are underperforming and the manager paid the price. In Pittsburgh, instead, they send the promising rookie down to A. Ramon Foster just tweeted, well, it's 4 Eastern time. I don't know what Ramon's concerned about. He's one more year and done, too. I mean, no offense to him. He does a good job, but his contract's up at season's end, and he's out. No question. So he and Bell could leave hand in hand. I won't be happy to see that. Well, not with Ramon anyway, but uh, Ramon shouldn't fret too much. He had one more year with Bell, no matter how the contract situation worked out for Bell. 412 99 39. We had two people hang up while I did the Austin Meadows monologue. Is your time so important you can't wait while I do the sick again thing? What a bunch of conceited, self centered idiots. Let's go to Grant on I 79. Grant. You're on 105.90X.
2: I did not hang up on your monologue. Um, Isn't Bill asking for this type of money kind of like the secretary asking for CEO pay? And don't you feel that next year he'll be the highest paid running back on potentially the worst team in, in the NFL?
1: Well, we have no idea where he's going next year. But like I said in my opening monologue, I think wherever he winds up next year, the team won't do as well as the Steelers with Bell or without Bell for that matter. And Bell won't do as well as he did here in Pittsburgh, but by the, at that point he'll have the money, or at least that's what he's hoping. I just don't see him getting 15 mil or 17 mil. I don't see him getting A-B money. I don't see him getting quarterback
2: money. Do you? I I could see a team paying him that much just to get him, but then they're not going to have anything to compliment him with.
1: Well, and then we'll see how good he really is. Because that's even true. though Le'Veon Bell has done well here in Pittsburgh, I would never denigrate his talent – or his performance to date as a Steeler. But he was out there with one of the five best quarterbacks in football, and the number one receiver in football, and one of the best offensive lines in football. What if he goes someplace that has a schlub quarterback, and an okay receiver, and an average offensive line? Like I said, we'll find out how good he really is, but at that point it won't matter, because if he has his way, he'll have been paid. Let's go to Craig in Portview. Craig, you're on with Double M. What up, man? What up, man?
2: Who's negotiating his contract, Master P? No, Adisa Bakari. <laughs> Sounds like Master P's doing this.
1: I don't remember much about when Master P negotiated contracts, so...
2: He did He did for Ricky Williams.
1: Oh, that's right. He, well, he... Neg- no, no, actually... Uh, Master P did a terrible job because he got Ricky Williams a terrible deal. Yes, he did. I mean, Adisa Bakari, give him credit for this. He's trying to get Bell the best deal possible, obviously, although like Matt Williamson and I discussed moments ago, we don't know if Lev Bell is getting bad advice or if he's getting good advice and ignoring it.
2: He should just take the deal. He should sign the contract.
1: Well, I thought he should have taken the 60 mil last year over five years, with 30 mil in the first two years. I thought that's as good as he was going to get, certainly from the Steelers. You know, I, I like pro, uh, profootballtalk.com admiring Bell for banging his head against a brick wall. Why not admire the Steelers for sticking to their philosophy, which is, we'll give you what you we think you're worth, but we just won't go overboard. You know, I, I like the fact that at least one team... Doesn't go overboard. Okay, Lev Bell just tweeted, and I didn't see it because I'm blocked. But Bob McLaughlin uh, posted it on my screen here, and Lev Bell tweeted, to all my Steeler fans, my desire has always been to retire a Steeler. Both sides worked extremely hard today to make that happen, but the NFL is a hard business at times. To the fans that had hope, I'm sorry we let you down, but trust me, 2018 will be my best season to date. And that's uh, exactly what he should have tweeted. So, fair play to him. Let's go to Jim in the car. Jim, you're on with Double M.
2: Hi, Mark. I hate to be the dead horse, but I think Le'Veon needs to go back to college, take a course in economics 101.
1: No, I don't think he needs to because he already has tens of millions of dollars.
2: In terms of uh, supply and demand, it's all about supply and demand. If if everyone could run like Le'Veon, he'd be worth even less. Uh, like you said, there's, a, there's not a depth of running backs in the NFL, and uh, he needs to get his head out of his arse and uh, realize he's not uh, going to get what he expects to get paid.
1: Well, you know, you know what's funny?
2: If he lives life the
1: right way, which is to say reasonably, okay, mm-hmm. the money he makes this coming season, on top of what he's already made, should be enough to support him in comfort and style Absolutely. for the rest of his life. But I don't think Lev lives that way. I think he lives... Beyond his means, like I said, he's been in a recording studio all summer, and that time isn't free. But, hey, let's not forget, once football's done, he'll make millions in the rap game. Let's talk to Bruno in the car. Bruno, you're on with Double M. What up, man? What up, man?
2: Um, I think Lev's going to find out uh, what a quality line isn't if he goes to another team because uh, Steelers, they hold a block you got to hold a block to make Lev's style work, okay? Oh, that's
1: true. Whenever he gets to a new team with a different offensive line, that will be, I won't say a difficult adjustment, because we don't know, but it will be an adjustment. Uh, Now, Lev Bell didn't have a good year last year, and I was glad to hear Matt Williamson say that. I've been glad to read that online in several places today. He had the raw numbers because he had over 400 touches. But, again... The Steelers were 20th in the NFL in rushing yards, 25th in the NFL in yards per carry at 3.8. Bell was 4.0, which, which isn't great. He dropped from 4.9 yards per carry in 2016 to just 4 yards per carry last year, and he wasn't getting breakaway runs. So, yeah. so you know, it, it's just one more year's enough, and then move on. And I bet when we're talking about this two years from now, I bet having lost Le'Veon Bell will not turn out to be a disaster for the Steelers in the least. In fact, it might even lead to an upgrade overall with the team. Here's a statement from Steelers general manager Kevin Colbert. He said, Lev Bell can go straight to hell. No, he didn't say that. He said, and I quote, even though we could not reach a long-term contract agreement with Le'Veon Bell, We are excited he will be with the team in 2018. We worked very hard to find common ground, but we were unable to accomplish that prior to today's deadline. Le'Veon will play this season under the exclusive franchise tag designation. After the 2018 season is completed, we again will attempt to work out a long-term contract with Le'Veon in the hope that he will continue his career with the Pittsburgh Steelers, period. Now you know that there's no way he's negotiating a long-term deal after this year. And there's no way the Steelers want to either. Let's just get that out there. It's dumb to even think that's the remotest of possibilities. Once you've been franchised twice, you're going to go to free agency. Let's go to Ben in Shadyside. Ben, you're on with Double M. Hey,
2: Mark. Hi, Ben. Hey, um... Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Uh, I'm I'm thrilled today. I, I was hoping this day would happen, and it I did. don't know
1: that I'm thrilled, but but do go on. <laughs>
2: um, the Steelers didn't overpay, and I was almost fearful that they would. I was almost fearful that they would go against their philosophy. Le'Veon Bell's stats last year were very average. Now I know it brings a lot to the table in the receiving game and the threat, but his running yards for for for, for he's was, a,
1: He's a good pass. Average. He's a good pass protect guy too. There's a lot about him to like. But last year was not his best year. And given that it was his fifth season in the league, heading for sixth, with a workload throughout his entire football career dating back, well, I was going to say to Michigan State because he had 400 touches his last year there, but I bet his workload being big dates all the way back to high school, you wonder how much is left with Le'Veon Bell. Like Peter King said, Peter King's like the smartest football guy any of us know. And like he said earlier today, I really, really love Le'Veon Bell. But for the Steelers, they have to be careful in investing too much of their future in a guy who three years from now might not really be Le'Veon Bell, unquote. He's right on the money, isn't he?
2: Absolutely correct.
1: Thank you for the call, Ben. Let's take Aaron real quick. Aaron's been on hold. Aaron, you're on with Mark.
2: Hey, Double M, big fan, big fan. Friend of Bobby Dyer here.
1: Don't come to me with your
2: problems. (laughs) Hey, uh, do you remember the fable of the grasshopper and the ants, where the ants saved and the grasshopper just spent and spent until it came winter? Le'Veon Bell is the fabled grasshopper. He will get his in the winter. Thank you, sir. I
1: have no idea what that means. None whatsoever. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. I want your reaction. If you're just tuning in, Le'Veon Bell and the Steelers did not agree to a long-term contract. Uh, He will play under the franchise tag. And as Bell's agent said, that uh, shines a light on a certain reality, which is 2018 will be Le'Veon Bell's last season with the Steelers. How do you think this is going to work out? What kind of year do you think Bell is going to have? When do you think he'll show up? Adam Schefter said he might skip games. Maybe as many as half the season to preserve himself, to avoid all those touches, to keep himself fresh and healthy for free agency. And boy, just thinking that Bell, because he won't sign till he shows up, he can get high, high, high from now till then. And he will with Wiz. Who I heard a couple of his tracks. His, his new album's great. I'm not a rap guy, but Wiz is so good. 412 39 We'll get the Bill and Union time in just a second. Also gonna talk about pirate attendance and gonna talk about the notion that Francisco Cervelli should move to first base because of concussion problems. 1059 X.
2: And now the super genius, Mark Madden.
1: You people wouldn't understand that because you don't have groins. You're a funny guy. That is very funny. Don't interrupt me! The X at 1059. One thing will be interesting next year when Bell plays on the franchise tag as he awaits free agency. Do running backs ever refuse carries? Do they refuse a big workload? Because Bell doesn't want 400 touches this coming season. Oh, he wants a lot of touches to prove his worth, although maybe he's already done that to the satisfaction of any teams that might be bidding for him. Just thinking about what Adam Schefter said, that Bell might sit games out to preserve himself physically for free agency in 2019, it really does make sense for him to do it. He could miss as many as 10 games and still burn the year and get to free agency, but he is making over 900 k per game, and I guess you really can't afford to pass that up. If you look at the free agency, his quest for that truly big money in and of itself, it would behoove him to sit out the 10 games as long as he doesn't get hurt in any of the other six, although obviously there's no guarantees. But uh, I just don't think Bell can or should pass up 900 plus per game. But but I'm telling you, you're going to be amazed how easy it is to replace Le'Veon Bell, how seamless it will be for the Steelers, how they will not miss him at all in 2019. Last year he had 1,291 yards, and that's good. But it was only 23 yards more than the year before, and it took him 60 more carries to get uh, those 23 yards. His average went from 4.9 yards per carry to 4.0. His yards per catch went from 8.2 to 7.7. Now that's a negligible drop, but it's still a drop. Lev Bell last year was more of a workhorse than a thoroughbred. What he is this year, I mean, I think thoroughbred's worth more than workhorse, but his value will be determined this year. And I don't know if a big workload will do much to determine it in a positive way. I just don't see how you could walk away from over 900K per game. I don't see how you... Refuse that money by way of trying to get, you know, even bigger paychecks down the road. 909 k per game to be exact. That's what Bell is due this year under the franchise tag. Uh, Mike Garofalo from the NFL Network tweets, If Lev Bell is tweeting that 2018 will be my best season to date, you'd have to figure that means being on the field week one and ready to produce at his usual level. So no holdout or perhaps a shorter one than last year? Question mark? No, he's going to hold out for a long time and show up no earlier than week one and maybe after that. The reason he tweeted, 2018 will be my best season to date is because that's just what you have to tweet in a situation like this. Uh, And just because you miss a game or two or six or eight doesn't mean it can't be your best season to date in terms of per carry, per game. And just the eye test, that's what the NFL teams, his suitors in free agency, that's not what they're going to look at. Believe me, the NFL teams that want to sign Bell in free agency will not hold it against him one bit if he misses games for the Steelers. Why on earth would they care about that? But I say again, he won't be hard to replace. Those numbers I just read aren't hard to replace. And I stress again, there's all kinds of running backs In the draft every year. I'm going to go over the names again so you can't ignore. You can't deny. Last year, Fournette, McCaffrey, Hunt, and Kamara, big time impact rookies at running back. Fournette and McCaffrey were first round picks, but Hunt and Kamara were third round picks. And two other guys, Cook of Minnesota, Carson at Seattle. They got hurt, I think, both in week four, but they were making big impact, putting up big numbers. Until they got hurt. That idiot Bucky, whatever the frig his name is, was talking about how running backs should be paid as much as quarterbacks. Well, no, because running backs come right in the league and can contribute right away. And it's an easy position to master if you got the physical attributes, which a lot do. Quarterback requires learning and thinking and experience. Like I say, and I can't say it enough, there's maybe 15 good quarterbacks in the NFL. There's probably 60 or 70 running backs in the league that could start. Remember 2015? In 2015, Bell got hurt, blew out his knee, D'Angelo Williams stepped in, and the Steelers' rushing stats in 2015 were better than they were last year in 2017. That's fact. I'm not making up numbers. That's what happened. Former player Ross Tucker just tweeted, no matter how many games he plays, you got to think touches and usage will be a point of contention all season between the Steelers and Le'Veon Bell. Would he refuse carries? Would he, like, just bat away passes? I'm not going to catch that. I don't want to get hit. Ordinarily, the guy would come in, play every game, and do what he's told. It's a different kind of player now. And Le'Veon Bell is typical of that different kind of player. Four one two three 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 ninety nine thirty nine. Let's go to Matt in Cannonsburg. Matt, you're on with Double M. Good afternoon, Mark. Right.
2: What? Uh, This is a very hypothetical long shot, but I'm just curious: if the Steelers go on to win the Super Bowl this year, and Ben decides to retire, do you think? just to stick it to him, that they would franchise him for the third time and pay him that 20 mil because they'd have the cap space?
1: No. Anything else? Nope. Dumb call. Let's go to Eric in Belvern. And, Eric, you're on with Double M.
2: Hi, Mark. Yep. Um, Going back to when they franchised him, why didn't they use the non-exclusive on him? Um, it's just because they were so confident that they may have been able to get a deal done, but you would think af- after last I year, I can't
1: recall the Steelers ever having used an non-exclusive tag. Maybe once. It's okay. just not what they do.
2: Okay, I was just curious because that would have allowed them to, or you know, his agent to maybe try to work out a, a trade offer. Correct?
1: I guess, but I don't think the Steelers wanted that either. I think the Steelers definitely do want Le'Veon Bell for one more year. I don't think they'll be sad to see him go, given his workload, given that he'll be an old twenty-seven. Uh, given that he's uh, reaching the point in, in the career of a lot of backs in recent years where they just hit a wall, like DeMarco Murray did this past year. Again, I can't stress that enough either. DeMarco Murray played seven NFL seasons. In his fourth season, he led the league in rushing. In his sixth, he led the AFC in rushing, third in the league overall. His seventh season last year, he decelerated. He fell apart. All the bad added up and ended his career in a heartbeat. Why would you not think that that could happen with Le'Veon Bell and would be likely to happen even with Le'Veon Bell? Thank you for the call, Eric. 412 333 39 What are your thoughts? Le'Veon Bell and the Steelers did not come to a long term agreement. How will things play out this year? When will Bell show up? How will he do when he does? And how will the Steelers replace him? Adam Schefter says Lev Bell might skip some games, keep himself healthier for free agency. Do you think he'll pass up paychecks of nine hundred and nine K per game? I don't think he will. I don't have, you know, Lev Bell's checking account at my disposal, the records, but I bet he can't afford to. This is a guy that spends a lot of money. 1059x.
2: X. And now, the super genius, Mark Madden.
1: No one wants to hear your life story. What do you want to say on my radio show? Hey, yo, Mike. Mark, how you doing? Call me Mike. DX at 105.9. One thing I think I probably should say is there's no bad guy in this Lev Bell situation. Bell is greedy the right word. He wants what he wants. The Steelers want to pay him but they want to pay him, and they couldn't reach an agreement. Now, if you want me to say which side I think should have given in. It's Le'Veon Bell. I think the Steelers made a good offer, at least the last year offer. 60 mil over five years with 30 million payable in the first two. I think that was a good offer and I think Le'Veon Bell should have taken it. But again, no bad guy here. You want what you want. Do I think Le'Veon Bell will regret having not taken that offer, depends how much money he gets in free agency. Because he's certainly getting paid a ton this coming year and got paid a ton this past year. And really, that's all Le'Veon Bell wants is money. A Super Bowl, all the ancillary stuff, he's proven it's secondary to what he wants financially. And that's okay, but it is clear. Aditi Kinkabala from NFL.com says, I've been repeatedly told that inside Steelers HQ, it's believed that the slow start last year was because Le'Veon Bell, while in shape, was not in football shape after missing all preseason. If 2018 is to be, quote, my best year, unquote, as Bell just said, will he show up earlier this year, unquote? The answer to that, Aditi, is no! No! That stuff about my best season to date, that's just PR. You gotta say that. What would you have preferred he said? I hope I have a good year, but I'm not gonna be there till right before week one, if then I'm not sure. And you know he'll drag that out. Even if he's there before week one, the Steelers won't know for sure when he's gonna get there until he gets there. Will that hinder the Steelers? It didn't last year. They went thirteen and three. And that shows how replaceable Lev Bell is. He didn't have a great year. He had a lousy first four weeks because he showed up late, and they still went 13-3. and Let's go to Dave in North Hills. Dave, you're on with Double
2: M. Um, What's I'm up? I'm not an expert. I'm not an expert here on the franchise tag, so here's my question. If he does sit out for eight to ten games or whatever, where are the Steelers then obligated when he decides he wants to come back? And they say... Oh, the Steelers so can that. yank
1: the franchise tag at any time before he signs it.
2: Okay. So like, he could he show up with opposite. a pen,
1: and they could yank the paper out from under the pen and say, See ya! Yeah,
2: see, that's what I'm saying. He, they're, they're not going to do that.
1: that. They're not going to do that. So. Although, boy, I'll tell you. If he didn't show up for the first two or three games... And they're winning and looking good? No, they'd still want him, but it would test the notion of yanking the franchise tag, because I think at that point they'd at least consider it. But... but where they screwed themselves a little bit in that regard in wanting him to not skip weeks of the season, James Conner's not good enough. Oh, yeah. If Amen. they had a better backup running back, yeah. then Bell would be leveraged into showing up. Well, then again, what's he care? You know, if he doesn't right. show up, it, it's basically saying, okay, I, I don't need this money. I'm more worried about that money in the long right. term. And, uh, and, you know, he doesn't care about winning. If he cared about winning, he would have taken a great deal they offered him last year because here's the place that gives him the best chance to win. You know where he's going to end up? Someplace like Cleveland. Yeah. Or the Colts. <laughs> Thank you for the call. Let's go to Jim Bob. Jim Bob, you're on with Mark. Good day, Mark. Good day.
2: Uh, real quick about uh, him you know, maybe holding out next year. Can he pick and choose games? No. he wants to sit or one game? No. Like once he No.
1: No, 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 no. Once he signs the franchise tag, he's an employee and obligated to play every game after that.
2: Gotcha, and I really think he's going to end up in the Jets two years from now. they got the most cap room to spend, and they love paying, overpaying for people, so that's just a side note.
1: I'm sure he'd be overjoyed to go to the Big Apple. Don't mind the maggots. Let's go to Jake and Robinson. Jake, you're on with Double M.
2: Mark, what up? What up? So I think the the biggest fear right now for Steelers Nation is obviously that Bell's heart isn't going to be in it this year. But do you disagree well, now hold that it? Really would- if his
1: heart's not in it, that'll affect his pay date on the road. So his heart has to be in it to some degree.
2: Right. So that's what I'm saying. If he comes out and he produces another 1,200 yards, gets a Super Bowl ring for his legacy in the future, and then collects a, a paycheck at the end of the season, I think we'd all be okay with that.
1: Yeah, that probably won't happen.
2: But he has the best chance of winning a Super Bowl with the Steelers. Yeah, unless point, you
1: know a real good team could figure out a way to free up cap room to get him on. But that real good team would probably already have a pretty good running back, right?
2: Can that happen not this season, next, right?
1: Can what happen?
2: You're saying another good team would pick him up. But like you're saying, doubtful.
1: Yeah, I think that's doubtful. I think I think he's gonna if he wants fifteen million a year. The only chance to have to get that would be to go to a bad team that has lots of cap room. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Let's go to Jason in the car. Jason, you're on with Double M.
2: Hey, Mark, how you doing? What up? Hey, you know, as bad as Lev Bell looks, the situation, I really can't. I don't fault think he looks guy. bad. Yeah, I, I can't fault a guy for trying to get as much as he can in the very limited time he can get it because there's at least one of the other 31 teams is going to give him what he wants.
1: Yeah, probably, and, but 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 I still think he should have taken the sixty million deal last year. Um, you know what, Look look at, consider like, this. Consider this. Bell got twelve million last year, he's gonna get fourteen point five this year, right? Yep. If he had taken that deal instead of making twenty six point five mil over those two years, he would have made thirty mil.
2: Yeah, but now he's gonna make twenty six point five plus whatever huge bonus he has next year from whatever team. Yeah, unless he blows out a knee. Right, and if
1: he blows Unless back, he has a really bad year?
2: I don't think he's going to have a bad year.
1: Really? He didn't have a great year last year after he so
2: showed he, up late. No, but there's a big difference between not great and bad. I still think he's going to get, you know, 11, 1,200 yards, 70-some catches. and Yeah, you're, you're, you're probably right, uh, but, but there's
1: no guarantee. And there would have been no guarantee with the other deal that the Steelers offered, too, because only the first two years would have been guaranteed, literally, so... But but still, he would have had a deal after that for um, the average annual value would have been ten million a year after that, and at that point, he is almost certainly a running back in decline. And maybe the Steelers would have cut him, but but probably not for the third year. So he would have got forty mil over the first three over the first three years.
2: So I I agree with that, but it I mean, will
1: work out better for him financially unless he gets hurt. But I, I bet. Part of him will look back. No, what am I saying? He'll he just one thing about this guy that we know, and it's not a bad thing. He just wants the most money. Period. He's not concerned about winning. He's not concerned about showing up on time. He's not concerned about his teammates. He just wants the most money. Period.
2: Can't argue with that.
1: No, if that's what he wants, that's what he wants. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. Uh, a couple. Pirate notes quick. Uh, if you're just tuning in, Lev Bell and the Steelers did not reach a contract. He will be franchised and then he will leave. His agent said as much. Lev Bell said 2018 will be his best season, but Adam Schefter said he hears that Lev Bell might skip a number of games, perhaps as many as eight. And he can skip 10 games, play six, and still burn his season and be a free agent for 2019. Your reaction 4123339939. Uh, the Pirates swept the Brewers five games. That doesn't happen very often, mostly because there is very rarely a five-game series in MLB. Uh, that that Saturday doubleheader was a makeup game to make it a doubleheader. So, more part of the Pirates are not just one game under five hundred, and they're ahead of what I projected for this year, forty-eight and forty-nine at the All-Star break. But I still think the fire sale is coming. Uh, They're five and a half out in the wild card race, but they would have to jump over six teams, which is a tall order. And uh, even the worst of teams has a hot streak like the Pirates had uh, this past week. The year they lost 100 games. They lost 100 games the first year at PNC Park, as I recall. And I also recall them winning like, what, eight of 10 or eight of 11 at some point. So every Major League Baseball team in the course of 162 games has a hot run like the Pirates just had. That's not to denigrate how they performed during that hot run, but uh, let's see if they can maintain it. And if they do, and they have a fire sale, well, put it this way. The Pirates only had 17K tickets sold yesterday, and a lot of those didn't show up. That's a low turnout when you've won the first four games of a series against Milwaukee, and it's a Sunday afternoon, and it, it rained late in the day, late in the game, but it was still a pretty nice day. So when you consider how many tickets they sold yesterday for a game that, that they should have sold more tickets to. If the pirates have trouble selling tickets now, wait till after the fire sale. Let, let's play fantasy baseball here. Not not the kind where you win money, but the kind where you think of situations that could be funny to, 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 to look at when they happen. Let's say they come back from the all-star break and win their first four games. And then they're three games over five hundred and then the fire sale still occurs, which I believe it will. Huntington said that last week was the most important week of the season. Well, the Pirates fulfilled their part of the bargain, but the organization will not fulfill theirs because this organization never does. Uh, There's this debate going on, too, about Cervelli uh, moving to first base uh, because of his concussion problems. He's had, what, three concussions is it this year or going back to last year? Anyway, if you move Cervelli to first base, what are you going to do? Bench Josh Bell? If Cervelli is too concussed to catch, oh, well, there's always Barber College. Cervelli's just some average jamoke who is popular because of the suave Italian gimmick. When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie. Michelle e. Lupe on keyboards. Let's hear it for Whitesnake. Uh, but if Cervelli can't catch... There's no place for him on the Pirates and maybe not MLB because his hitting numbers are not what you look for in a first baseman. Uh, let's go real quick to Paul and Dorma. Paul, you're on with Double N. Mr. Manet,
2: it just seems like you got double standard. And I remember when Ben and his contract, you weren't getting him all kinds of heck, like Yard Bell and Ben's so slow. Who would you rather have? I'd rather have the
1: two-time Super Bowl winning quarterback. That's who I'd rather have. How about you? He's declined since then. Come on, man. He's declined. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the league still, and you can't go out and get another quarterback. Let me tell you, was- Bell's going to leave after next year. They're going to draft a running back in the second or third round, and he'll do what's needed. It'll be like they don't miss Bell at all. You watch. Come on, man. Don't call me by my last name, or I'll trace this number and knock you on your ass. Hold that. Shit. Mr. Madden, you piece of trash. Say it. Say it! Say it! Say it! Boy, Twitter is just all awash with the experts talking about the Love Bell situation. We'll get to that in just a little bit. We'll talk to Bob McLaughlin just around the corner. I'm Mark Mann, 105.9. Yeah.
2: And now, the super genius, Mark Madden.
1: Mark Madden. It is. A double M. big fan. I think there's a better chance of me and Selena Gomez being parents to triplets. The X at 105.9.
0: Double
1: M on the X. Mark Cavalli just tweeted something about James Conner that's insane, but but I'll talk about that in a moment. Right now, I'm joined by Bob McLaughlin. Bob brought to you by 84 Lumber. Bob, what's your take on the way things worked out, or rather didn't work out between... Uh, on bell and the steelers bell's going to be a one more and done he'll play to the franchise tag then skedaddle via free agency
0: yeah i think just like a lot of other people in steeler nation this is kind of the way everybody thought it was going to work out um he gets his 14.54 million for this year now he has said before on social media that he would be there week one so the adam Schefter stuff i don't know if well, I could When did when did he last say that, Bob? Oh, like three four months ago. He, he yeah, that was three or four months ago. Yeah, but he still said it.
1: I didn't believe him then, and I don't believe <laughs> him now. <laughs>
0: no, I'm not saying whether I believe him or not. I'm just saying it's out there already. Well, Schefter you know, so. says
1: he might skip games. Do you believe he'll skip games?
0: No, I don't. I don't. He's got too much to. I prove. don't
1: either because it, I don't even think it's about proving himself. You know, going into free agency, I think it's about nine hundred nine k per week.
0: Uh, agreed, uh, I think so too. You just can't turn that money down, especially when money is all you're about, uh which shows that you know when he turned that deal down last year, Mark, I thought that that was pretty much saying where his priorities were uh and now it's going to be to get the most he can because if he sits out, that's nine hundred thousand dollars a week. he's missing, and yeah, boy would trying that ma- be if hard you're trying to, to max
1: your in. money, then max your money. you're allowed to max your money now.
0: Exactly, it's like managing I, playing I the bet, stats and Bob, then doing a I bet a gut when chip. he
1: signs his next contract, he's not making fourteen point five mil per year.
0: I don't know. I think there's somebody stupid out there in the NFL to do that.
1: But you I, do I, agree it would be stupid.
0: Oh yeah, I do think it would be stupid. And, and again, all this this shows that you know even the agents' remarks today, Mark. They said they want to pay the position, not the player. This is still, you know... a a just He's a a
1: player at that position. You
0: can't separate the position. Exactly right. I mean, you still have to go by the market. I mean, this is the way the NFL runs. You pay by position. You can't expect somebody just because they're good at doing two things to get paid for both positions. It just doesn't work like that, no matter how much he wants to set the bar.
1: Well, Bob, let's look at the two potential scenarios. Let's say the Steelers win the Super Bowl this year in walks. That's okay because they won the Super Bowl, right?
0: Absolutely.
1: Let's say they don't win the Super Bowl. That will have made six years with Bell where they didn't win the Super Bowl. Maybe it's time to try something different. Maybe it will have turned out he'd done them a favor because they'll get somebody at running back in the second or third round that's very affordable, that will certainly be productive enough barring injury or barring just making a boneheaded pick, but that appears to be pretty hard to do at running back in the first three or four rounds in the NFL these days. So they get a cheaper running back who's good, and they spend that money on defense. Yeah,
0: I'm they, fine they, with that. They,
1: they, they rearranged the team, and it will be rearranging of a team that hadn't won the way it was arranged.
0: Absolutely, I'm fine with that, Mark, and I'm kind of surprised, you know, and maybe a little bit disappointed that they didn't do that for this year because they still need help in the defense. They, you know, could have gone out there. Yeah, but and... I,
1: I can see giving it one more year with Bell, you know, even at 14.5.
0: What about this? And, and, and I you haven't... know
1: what? I think Ben would have not been thrilled... Had they let Bell go now? Right. But I think if it doesn't work with Bell now at this price, Ben can't have a bitch after he leaves.
0: Absolutely. I think that they've gone out of their way to try and make this work. Now you just throw your hands up in the air and see what happens. But I haven't seen this anywhere, and and I I can't think of a reason why you wouldn't do this, but why wouldn't they non-exclusive tag him next year? Because somebody will sign him. Somebody will negotiate with him, and you get two first-round picks. Now they, no, they wouldn't. Why not now, though? And
1: I don't know if you can do that the third time, go non-exclusive. I don't know that you can't, but, uh, Bob, they're just not going to do that.
0: Wouldn't it make sense, though?
1: I'd have to look at the, the peculiarities of the rule, but I bet there's a reason it wouldn't.
0: It's going to walk anyways. You might as well try, and, you know, if you throw that on him and you let him negotiate, somebody's going to pay him. You what would if get somebody does it? Fr- oh, they would.
1: What if somebody doesn't? then you pull it. I'm not sure you can in that case. Uh, again, so rarely is the non-exclusive applied. I don't even remember it ever having been applied by the Steelers. But uh, but yeah, I, I don't think
0: the Steelers have. I remember the Eagles doing it once.
1: I, I don't think that's an option in their mind. That's Bob McLaughlin, brought to you by 84 Lumber. In just 30 seconds, we're going to talk about Bell. I got a ton more Bell stuff, including this insane tweet by Kabali. A couple other tweets to Andy Benoit, uh, Casey Joyner. But uh, but first, we're going to talk about the worst thing that happens in sports all year. It is. What I'm about to talk about in 30 seconds is the worst thing that happens in sports all year, and it happens every year. 105.9 The X.